The Charlotte Hornets have rarely been on many's radar since they joined the NBA as the Bobcats. They were definitely not a competitive team, but hardly the worst either. However, the Hornets are not to be ignored anymore after incredible performance last season. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey, hey. This time we're gonna talk about your home team. Yeah. Yeah. How supportive <laughs> are you of them? Um, I'm not a very good fan. No. Yeah. Well, you're here now. But oh yeah, I'm here. Back I'm dis- when you I'm were disconnected at home. from all the sports now. But back when I was home, yeah. I mean, I follow them, but it's. It's very weird. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Um, Charlotte sports. Yeah. Okay. Look at it this way. Mm-hmm. So the Carolina Panthers. That's the NFL team. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they represent South Carolina and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Right. The stadium's in Charlotte. Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets obviously are in Charlotte. Mm. <clears throat> the team. Neither team has been particularly good. Mm. Over the past five, six, seven, eight years or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You know, not not consistently good, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, specifically talking about the Hornets, and this kind of applies to the Panthers too. Um, the Hornets were a team where if you went to a game, you're more likely to see fans of the other team, true, than of the home team. Oh, it's it's a type of franchise where people go to see the other team play, not necessarily the Hornets. So if if the Lakers are playing or the Knicks mm-hmm. or the Rockets or, or another big name comes into town, then you'll see people go to the game. But people aren't going just to see the Hornets out of being a fan. I mean, there are fans there, of course. But, I mean, it's it's one of those cities and one of those teams where the team isn't that great and people are going just to see the other team, support the other team, or to see the stars. But it happens to a lot of small market teams, right? Definitely, but yeah. but I mean, if you look at Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Milwaukee is having success now, so it's 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 a team where people are going to see Milwaukee for now, right? Mm-hmm. So if Milwaukee were um, in the same situation as the Hornets, it would be a place where people would go just to see when uh, you know when the Lakers came to town, mm. or I'll go to the game now because Zion Williamson's in town, or That's something true. like that. Yeah. So they haven't really been a consistently good team or an intriguing team at all for mm. years. Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh, the th- uh, problems, let's just put it this way, with the Hornets is that they're never the team that you want to pick out and blade, blame them for ridiculous management. They're not the Timberwolves. No. They're not the Sacramento no. Kings. Yeah. They're not the uh, New York Knicks either. Nope. But they're not necessarily the best because, let's just say, in the past decade, your best player is Kimball Walker Yeah. before he departed. He's an all-star at his best time, but mm-hmm. he could not necessarily lead your team to the playoffs every season by himself. No. Yeah. I think what I heard, when I heard the Hornets' name being mentioned the most was a big contract given to the player who doesn't deserve it. Nicholas Batum. Okay. Yeah. There have been a lot of those guys. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But the thing is that um, I'm not saying they're correct decisions, but the Hornets were trying to avoid that kind of decisions in recent years. Mm-hmm. Like you let Nicholas Batum go. You gave Gordon Hayward a big contract, but it turned out it's a good decision. Yeah. One of the rare ones by Michael Jordan. Yes. 
the other one is drafting Lamelo Ball, who yeah. is a very promising young man. Last season, in his debut season, he carried over twenty six percent of the team's positions, which is a little bit less than Trey Young and Luka Doncic in their rookie season. But he had similarly good true shooting percentage, which、yeah. is fifty three point nine. That is very rare for a perimeter guard. In his first season, yeah, yeah. What do you think of Ball? Ball's great, man.、Mm-hmm. Um, he averaged just under sixteen points a game, five point five point nine rebounds, six point one assists, and he's he's energetic. Like he has star power. Yeah, he does. I mean? So that's why I'm saying <clears throat> when I was talking about the Hornets not really being a big show, right?、Um, Ball brings that level of stardom to the team.、Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a jolt of energy. Right. That's true.、Um, I think he's really played above expectations. He does because the、yeah. thing about Ball was, yeah, he, you know, his dad talked a lot.、Mm, let's forget about a、that. lot of people wrote him off because you know his dad's just chirping.、Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't play in the U.S. He didn't play in the U.S. during college,、mm. and you know, which was good for him. He played against professional yeah, players in Australia. in Australia, but. From the stance of being in the U.S. market, if you're not playing Division One college basketball, in order to build up that fan base、mm-hmm. and to get exposure, it's going to be very limited. If you're in Australia, we people aren't really watching Australian basketball no, for the most the part. The NBA, <laughs>、mm-hmm. yeah. If you're playing Division One college basketball, you're going to have a huge fan base,、mm-hmm. right? So、uh, there were a lot of questions about his shooting ability. He had that odd shooting motion that like his brothers, his brother. yeah, his <laughs> brothers also have,、uh, particularly Lonzo.、Mm-hmm. Um, there were questions about, you know, is he going to be able to come in and have the work ethic? Has he played against competition? His shooting form? Will his dad be an issue? All of these things. I think he shut everybody up、he、in、did. his first season. He played phenomenally. He 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 turned the the franchise around.、Mm-hmm. So for the first time in a long time, there's hope that this could be be a be a playoff team. That's true. I think they are, especially there's now the play-in tournament at the end of the season. Yeah, you don't really have to make the top eight. There's hope for you, even if you are the number nine team in the Eastern Conference. Exactly. Yeah, and what impressed me the most about Lamelo is his passing ability. He's a big guard, like his brother, a、uh, big brother Lonzo, but he he can slash. Mm-hmm. He can drive to the rim while reading the whole court. That's very rare, especially、yeah. to a first-year guy. His court vision is beyond his years. Yeah, he, he it is. Yeah, he's a way much better dribble、uh, off the dribble shooter because、mm-hmm. he doesn't usually. When a young guy came to the league, he needs to first do some catch and shoot. You know, do some off-ball movement. He has ball. He handles it, and he can shoot off the dribble at a very, let's just say, pretty good rate. Yeah, I mean. Not forty percent, but thirty six point five percent of three point rate. That's excellent already. Yeah, yeah. What about Terry Rozier, who is Scary another Terry? Su- yeah, what is who is another big surprise last year? Well, a lot of people were very surprised when Terry Rozier was signed to that big contract, four year, ninety seven million dollars. Yes, and Kemba Walker was Kemba Walker was let go. Hmm. Um. A lot of people were like, well, "What? Why are you keeping this guy?" Yeah, because Rozier <laughs> at the bottom of his career. Yeah, and letting Kemba go. But Terry Rozier has shown the ability to be a scorer. Yeah,、uh, I believe he led the team in scoring last season, twenty point four points a game and over three triples per game. So if you look at the the Hornets and 
I mean, I don't want to call them a rebuild, but if you look at, go back to that signing of Terry Rozier mm-hmm. and when they let Kemba Walker, Walker go, it's kind of been a rebuild from that point moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. Because you look at the pieces that are there now, they really started then. They did. With Rozier coming in with that big contract, mm-hmm. adding Gordon Hayward. Um, Drafting P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges who's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Terry Rozier has really shown that he's worth the contract. He and the does. combination between Ball and Rozier is, has been a really good one. Mm. Rozier's been able to close out a lot of games and be the top scorer. Also with Ball, he and Miles Bridges have been a pretty good combo. They do. Because you have a high flyer and Bridges coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Most likely will be uh, maybe a six-man next yeah. season. Um uh, one thing the guys you mentioned sharing common, uh, of course, Ball and Rozier aside, Washington, Hayward, and Bridges, they're all like swingmen, but not from guard to forward. Yeah. Between the two forward positions. And that makes a very fast and special, particularly small ball game for the Hornets last season. <clears throat> they were always fast. Yeah. And they ball pressure their opponents. They shoot three pointers. And they have a lot of fast break points, but their inside is kind of vulnerable. I mean, they do have two big men, I want to say, uh, Cody Zeller and Bismack Biombo, who got averagely 20 minutes per game, but that's not, let's just say, they're not the typical roster you want for a playoff team. Very true. Yeah. They added Mason Plumley, who is at best a starting center for a lottery team. Mm. So what, the Hornets are now sticking to the small ball spot? (laughs) Well, if you look at their pace of play last season, they were at the top of the NBA. True. So this is a team that plays very fast. Mm -hmm. This is a team that moves the ball around a lot. Their assist before field goal was near the top also. So they moved the ball around a lot, lots of fast break points, um, very fast pace of play. So you bring in Mason Plumley, who's an athletic big. He is, yeah. He had one of his best seasons of, of his career last season also. Mm-hmm. So he's a, a shot blocker, and he's a great facilitator also. Mm. So with a, with a team like the Hornets um, that passes so frequently, you need to have a big that can move the ball around. Mm-hmm. Also, if you look at who else they brought in um, in the last draft, what is his name, Kai? Yeah, Kai, Kai Jones. Jones. Yeah, Kai Jones from Texas. Mm-hmm. So he's actually listed as a power forward, I want to say, or a center yeah, he, slash forward. Yeah, he's a bit shorter than seven foot. Yeah, I mean, he's 6'11". Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think he's he's a big power forward or, you know, he's kind of a very athletic center. He is, but he doesn't have the size or the, yeah, the strong yeah. body. You know. But with their playing style, if he's going to play that position, I think he fits. He should, yeah. Because of the speed and the athleticism that he brings to the team. Mm-hmm. So you move you move on from Zeller and Biombo. Mm. You bring in two. I would say uh, Biombo's pretty athletic, but I would say that, that Kai and Plumley are a more athletic pair together. That's true. Compared to Zeller Biombo, yeah, and smarter defenders. Yes. Yeah. So that fits with with the new look Hornets because. If you look at how they're drafting, how they're getting uh, players through free agency, they're clearly building around mm. LaMelo Ball. That's true. 
which is crazy because he's such a young player. You know what I mean? So, so Sometimes you show potential. Yeah, yeah. You, but, I mean, that just shows the confidence that they have in him because how many teams are building around a teenager? Mm, rarely. You know? Yeah. So they're building, they're, they're building a very young core. Their top five scorers were, like, under 25, I believe, last, That's true. <laughs> last yeah. season. They are. So you look at the core. The core is very young. They're building around ball. They could be a good team for the next – you know, five years or five so. years. You know, it's gonna. Yeah. I don't think next season is gonna be a breakout season. But they're on the correct path. But they're on the right path. Yeah. What about the young man they drafted this year with the eleventh pick, Book Knight? He was expected to be drafted within the top seven, which mm-hmm. means he is considered. Well, he was considered at the same level with Jalen Green or Kate Cunningham. Yeah. Or even Jonathan Kuminga. So. They got lucky and got him with the eleventh pick. He's a scorer. He is a scorer. He's a scorer. Yeah, he has way too many ways to score <laughs> than you know a usually young age kid. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of scores on mm-hmm. this team. Is that why they let Malik Monk and Devin take Graham go? Because they have too many guards already. I think so. Yeah. Although they did add Ish Smith. Mm. Well, who, you always need a veteran in the so, locker room. Yeah. So they added Ish Smith. Plumlee's another veteran, um, so they have another point guard with Ish. But yeah, it's it's the scoring is going to be. I'm I'm really excited to see how this team. I plays. am too. Also, you know, Ball's coming off of the Rookie of the Year season, mm-hmm. which ended with an injury to his wrist. Yeah, so I think he, he came missed, back. He missed what? Uh, maybe the last two, was it two months? Well, uh, he missed twenty to thirty games. Yeah, he missed a lot. Mm-hmm. If he didn't, if he hadn't. His stats could have just raised way more. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes back this season. Mm-hmm. If he has a sophomore slump, yeah, so to speak, um, how the wrist has been rehabbed. If he can pick up where he left off, uh, you know. Yeah, or if he season. can continue to be more productive, because now he's kind of a efficient guy. But if he can prove that he can carry more responsibilities, maybe that will bring bigger surprises for the Hornets. That's the thing about the sophomore slump, though, is because last season no one really had tape. No. Right? You know, <laughs> so as far as preparing to play a guy, mm-hmm. if you're going to say, okay, well, you know, we got to put tape together on this guy. How has he played against this defense, against these players, yada, yada, yada? You don't really have it. No. Going into this season, obviously they'll be able to look at tape of him last season, how he reacted to certain defenses, different looks, and they'll be able to formulate a game plan to stop him. Putting him under a microscope. Exactly. And study every piece exactly. of, you know, well. So we'll see how he reacts to it going into this season. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm pretty confident that he'll be able to adjust. Yeah. What does um, Hornets Rebuild say about other teams? Like, what can other teams learn from their process? Because there are a lot of small market teams, and some of them actually had all-stars, the Timberwolves. Yeah. The Kings, well, they didn't have All-Star. And the Pistons. <clears throat> These are all, like, teams that have more fans to watch your opponent's superstar than your own stars. That's how it is, man. You go to a Hornets yeah, game. What should, I mean, <laughs> what should they do to escape their current pit and yeah. join the Hornets to be a young, promising squad again? It takes patience. Patience. But let's not overlook the fact that the Hornets had a lot of bad draft picks. True. The Hornets slash Bobcats mm-hmm. had a lot of bad draft picks, 
a lot of bad trades leading up to Lamelo Ball. Mm. He might be one of the best picks that that fran that the new franchise has had mm. since it came back to Charlotte. So this is like make your tries and uh, when you reach a certain number, good things happen. Yeah, I mean you had your Michael Kidd Gilchrist, you、yes. had your、uh, what's his name Adam Morrison. Oh my god! I mean you had a lot of you had a lot of bad draft picks, a lot of bad contracts, a lot of overpaid players that were very you know mediocre、mm-hmm. before you got to ball. That's the so yeah. So the thing is,、uh, you know, I don't think that this was、um, obviously this was、uh, you know years in the making,、mm. right? And they finally got one right. I just think it takes patience in the sense that if you can't get a huge player in、mm. through free agency, you're going to have to draft one. Yeah. Right. So that goes into having a good scouting department.、Mm. It also goes into being patient because you're going to need to build. Through the draft,、mm. or you're going to need to. Be, be, you're not. You're not getting big names like LeBron James isn't going to show up in Charlotte, right? James Harden's not going to show up in Charlotte unless、yeah. they're like 50 years old. You know, it, you're not going to get the big names in there to instantly have a great team or a big three.、Mm-hmm. It's probably going to come through the draft, through through great scouting,、um, through great free agency pickups. So I think it just takes a lot of patience to be able to do it correctly. That's true. I agree, and I think the other way that the Hornets did the best is that they choose their style, style, and stick to it. Yes, like you, you have so many forwards who don't have to play, who can't actually play physical, but who are fast, who can shoot, who can pass, and then you stick to it. You choose a guard who can lead these guys to fast basketball.、Mm-hmm. Since you have nothing, or you're rebuilding on nothing, you can't just expect to. To be too greedy, like I want a Michael Jordan, I want a Kim Olajuwon, I want Kobe Bryant. You can't have everything. They almost had Kobe. That's true. <laughs> Kobe was almost a Hornet. Yeah. Well, you got flat divas. Kobe should have been a Hornet. Yeah. Get your own material, like you said. Give him patience and build the style that fits him the best. Keep believing him. You can't just in this year's draft you get a guard. Oh, he's a promising young man. Next year. Maybe he wants a shooting guard. He、mm-hmm. wants the court vision. He wants the, str- the spacing. And then not, the next time you get a Joel Embiid. Yeah. No, that's not possible. You, I, I think you need to stick to something, believing it will work, and watch it for three or four years. I think this coming season you're going to see a lot of the pick and roll, a lot of the lobs, similar to、uh, the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin、mm. Clippers during Lob City,、mm-hmm. bringing in Kai. Having Mason Plumley there, having Bridges there, you're going to see a lot of pick and rolls and a lot of lobs.、Mm. The new Lob City in Charlotte. Yes, Buzz, Buzz City will now be Lob yeah. City. Yeah. So that I mean, that's my prediction. Just looking at the level of athletes that they have coming in, very fast guys that stay above the rim, lots of lobs, lots of fast breaks, very fast style of play. Mm. So much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next time. See you.